Yeah, good afternoon everybody. It's uh, Friday the 5th of April 2019 and it's podcast crazy again today. Uh, we've got a special guest uh, with us today who's uh, wanted to get on the podcast for a little while but I appreciate his time so thank you very much for coming along. Uh, win-win. Or is it a win-win situation? Uh, I pronounce it differently. Win-yuan. It's another way of saying it. Win-yuan. Okay. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so obviously uh, that's a Vietnamese name as you could probably, probably uh, tell. Um, but uh, yeah, so th- I guess I guess how we sort of start these podcasts off when we sort of go a bit of uh, dwell into sort of background and, and where you came from and stuff. What do you sort of remember in, of your early childhood? Just where did you grow up? Where did you live? That sort of thing. Well, that's an interesting story. No, it's not. It's pretty straightforward. Um, I'm, I'm Vietnamese, but I was I was born in a refugee camp in Thailand. Um, and I moved to Australia um, practically a couple of months old. And yeah, so just straight out of the womb to Australia. It was kind of cool. You know, my mum kind of carried me across the border and all that kind of stuff during that period. And it's like, it's insane that she did that, you know. It's not, not everyone does that every single day. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and I, I moved there to South Australia, actually, uh, when uh, a couple of months old. And then um, from there, I was probably 10 years in, in South Australia. So mainly Adelaide or what sort of Adelaide, part? Of, yeah, yeah, it's Adelaide near, near the city area, and um, they moved to Queensland when I was ten on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Thanks, mom, great birthday present." Yeah, and do you have any siblings, brothers, sisters? Two only sisters and an older brother. Okay, so a bit of a family. That's good. Yeah, excellent. So, and Brisbane the rest of your life. So, what do you? I guess what do you like about living in Brisbane? Is there what what sort of things attract you to? Man, to be honest, extra. I think the variety we get here is pretty good, from the beach mm-hmm. to the little mountains that you can climb and all that. The city life, I, th- I enjoy that, like having the variety to it. And I think the weather is actually one, probably one of the more kind of things that are actually just, uh, I guess, uh, accommodating mm. compared compared to other states and other areas. So you like the warmer climate as opposed to the much. colder climate? Oh, yeah, see, it's interesting. I enjoy the warmer climate. Uh, climate. I can go and do things but I like having the rainy days because it forces me to be inside and do nothing and do so nothing <laughs> that's, that's what I enjoy most but I don't like the flooding at all <laughs> yeah so um, we obviously we'll, we'll, we'll sort of get into your uh, talk about your business uh, and a few other bits and pieces as we sort of get through the podcast to win um, I've certainly used your services before and I think you're certainly uh, very good very creative sort of uh, mind and obviously got some some great people that work with you um, with sort of the childhood and growing up and stuff like that, um, did you? What sort of uh, things were interesting to you? Did you like? What sort of disciplines did you like? And what sort of sports did you get into? Oh, man, as a kid, I was always creative. I think my first foray into being creative was uh, actually with. Uh, oh no, it's two things. I was going to say I was going to say Lego. Yep. You know, just building little things, but um, I got into kind of the creative field purely because of jealousy. So my older brother was always good at um, art, so he drew a lot of pictures. And I just, for some reason, was like, oh man, that's cool. How come he gets all attention from, from my parent, from my mom? So I was like, oh, I'm going to start drawing and see what happens, see if I get attention. And then um, it just kind of stemmed from there, and I started copying a lot of cartoons a lot, and then my, my peers and my teachers were like, oh, you're gifted, you can draw, let's, let's, let's kind of nurture that. And then from there, it's just kind of curiosity. Like, I love... Uh, Lego still was part of my life. Mm. Um, a lot of cartoons and all that. My brother introduced me to a lot of cartoons and comics. And um, that just manifested to uh, my creative 
destiny, I guess, mm. like going forward. So what, what are some of your favourite comics? I mean, do you sort of follow any of the DC and Marvel and that sort of stuff? I don't... I, I'm probably like the worst kind of nerd out there right now. Like, I, I, I like to think I'm an original one, you know, when it was cool in the 90s before you got picked on. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, when you got picked on and now it's cool. Uh, so uh, I always enjoy uh, X-Men. I think X-Men was one of the, the, the pinnacles, one of the, one of the standards that I got a lot of influences from. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man is always relatable. Yep. I, I was never a DC guy. Mm-hmm. Even now, I'm like, it's kind of, it's, to me, they're pretty average. I find I find the, the Marvel cinematic you know, a bit more interesting. Um, but to be honest, probably my my influences was probably movies. Mm. I, I like I like I like watching movies. So as a as a uh, child, you you watch a lot of movies during those years as well. Yeah, as a kid, I um. I, there's a lot of films I wasn't allowed to watch because you know I was too young or whatever. But yep. it was never like the, the content; it was always the visuals that I I really uh, that really influenced me, and I, I really loved that. Mm. So um, you know, I understand stuff. All your Star Wars. So the 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 sound. What about so the effects of the as the effects got better technology wise over the years? That sort of in you sort of fairly impressive by pressed by that sort of thing. No, or? it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. It's just uh, uh, for me, film film yeah. is like an interesting. Uh, uh, it's, it's a beautiful uh, medium because what it is it's, it's everything all these creative arts being put into one mm. format yep. to, for someone to digest so you've got, you got firstly visuals you know, mm. moving images and all that then you've got color, colors you know, mm. people who there's, there's, there's a skill set to be able to craft a scene that's visually appealing with colors mm. you've got sound dialogues so and written stuff you know acting and, and music and all these things all just combine to create a piece of art mm. That you know, you're gonna enjoy. So, what are some of your favorite movies growing up? What did what did you really enjoy? Oh, growing up, um, man, it was like Pokemon. <laughs> That's one yeah. of the first movies. I remember uh, James and Giant Peach. Oh yeah, that was one Bro of the doll. That was that was that was um, I, that was one of the films that really just kind of I saw it in a different angle in terms of like, oh, this is really creative. Um, none of the Disney films because I didn't start watching them recently, so none of them were in my childhood. Um, I think Terminator actually was mm. from the child. I mean, it's weird because I mean Terminator Two was a really big movie back in the day, yeah. wasn't it? it was and huge. it's weird because like I don't remember watching it as a kid, but I remember moments of it. Mm. Only when I got a bit old as a teenager, yep. Then I kind of really understood. Because you would have been pretty young when it when it came out. It would be like 90, 94 came out, so I'd be ninety two maybe. Yeah, I'd be like two or four years old. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and then it gets played a bit as the nineties sort of go along. Yeah, like it was one of those, it was just one of those films that was rewatchable. You can watch every scene and mm. just really appreciate it. Um, there's a lot of anime that actually oh no, there's one anime that really influenced me, um, Neon Genesis. That was a pivotal um, moment of my life watching that, and I was like, this is like another art piece that really got my attention. Yeah, um, that's but, good that you got to, that's you're getting some ins- I, I suppose the question about inspiration that's where it comes from a lot of those yeah those types of moments a lot of those yeah, types like, of movies like design's really weird for me like design isn't like people like you know, I don't know when you look at design work you can look at like standard typography or posters and all that take influence from that and all that but I found a lot of my influences came from film and marketing for film and all that poster designs I saw those things and I took that for my own work but I mean, as a kid, a lot, a lot of like, it's weird because like, there's a couple of films that stood out to me, but then a couple of them are just blurs. But I just remember moments of it. Mm. But 
Yeah, I could, I could list all these films, but it's such a big list, though. Mm. And in sort of more recent times, what sort of films have you been watching and what, what sort of really uh, do you get enjoyment out of, you know, going and sitting down and with a bit of popcorn? Um, oh, man. I have a soft spot for, like, nostalgia. I wasn't even born in the era, but, like, the 80s and the 70s. Like, you can watch Stranger Things, right? Mm. And the music, as soon as the music plays, you're just, like, hooked into it. Mm. So a lot of those series have been kind of getting my attention. Um, what's a lot? Uh, there's a lot, a lot of David Fincher films I enjoy. Mm-hmm. That kind of slow burn thriller mm-hmm. aspects. Like, um, I, I enjoy those ones where, like, there's just, like, so much mystery and, and some there's the big twist. Um I mean, I, I can't list all the films that I enjoy. Like, there's so many different yeah. ones. You know, I mean, like, we, I, we could spend two hours talking about it. Oh yeah, I could honestly go on for all the films. Like, you, I could, we could, we could write a list, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, let's talk about all these films. And it's ironic because it's, you know, it's not ironic. It's like it's weird. Like, you know, my field of work is design. I do, I do film and photography, but I love film the most. You know? Yeah, it's very interesting. That's good that we had a bit of a chat about that, but. Um, and then sort of any other sports that you're sort of interested in when did you first get into martial arts for example what sort of disciplines are martial arts as a kid I was like no I'm pretty cool with playing Pokemon yeah that's my that's my sport (laughs) my brother told me to get started with uh, martial art pretty pretty young and I just like no I'm cool man I'm cool with my Game Boy I just you know spend my weekends doing that I um I did play cricket a bit when I was in like primary school I enjoyed cricket Mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching it yeah playing it not to me People will enjoy playing it, that's for sure. Yeah. No, I enjoy playing I don't like watching it at all. Never played indoor cricket? No. That's that's fun. No. So like I said, the sun. I want the sun out. I want to run mm. out. Yeah. But um, martial art came to me late, late in my life. Um, came to me when I was like 18, 19. So but as you're becoming an adult. Yeah, I was kind of like pretty unfit. You know, 18 years of playing Pokemon. <laughs> 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 and... Um, I needed a sport. I was like, I want to do something cool. It was a bit of a small man syndrome thing. I was like, I wanted something cool that's for me. That's no one else could do. And um, I, I remember like just I, I, I enjoyed um, uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah. And that's uh, everyone. Everyone who starts martial arts, Bruce Lee is like the thing that they look at and like, that's what I want to do. And um, uh, I googled martial art gyms or MMA gyms in Brisbane, and then just started at the gym and kind of went from there snowboard but I didn't train as much anymore it was something that I I went out hard when I was younger because my body was at the door I didn't have a full time job I had no debts no commitments yep. so I did that for a good three four years hard mm-hmm. out and then um, kind of pulled back a bit mm. so, so when you were first sort of getting into mixed martial arts did you was the UFC something you'd like to watch at that when you're sort of getting into it or yeah, I, I enjoy following. I don't enjoy... Um, I'm not, like, a fanatic with, like, knowing every detail or every yep. fight and all that. Um, I always follow the main events, like, all the yep. good cars. You can't help but, like, if you're a fan yep. of sport, you just have to watch those. Even if you don't like the fight or whatever, you just do it. Because yep. it's a big thing. It could be it could be one of those fights that's, like, life-changing for the, the sport. Yep. You know, when you think of, like, all the boxing events, like Muhammad Ali and all like people just tune into it because something was going to happen that could just raise the bar change the course of the sport mm. so with UFC it's just, it's just natural to follow those main events um, I, I enjoy watching them mm. but I wouldn't be saying I went out of my way to watch it every day because yep, no. my, my yep. life was already evolved around that with the work and everything too yep. so it was mm. just like an overkill yep 
And um, I guess let's, let's, let's talk about how you sort of got into um, the workforce to begin with. So I think I've read that, you know, Emperor, you've had Emperor for, you know, 10 years or more. Is that is that right about how long? No, so... Um, how did it all start? Um, sorry, these are really they're good peanuts. <laughs> they're, they're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been working for myself for 10 years. Yeah. I only had one job employed by someone and that was um, when I was selling phones in, in, um, in university. Mm-hmm. But as a designer, as a creative, I've been doing that for like 10 years. Emperor, Emperor itself has been there for four years. Four years. So what, what, what was it prior to Emperor? What was I was just a sole trader. Yeah. I was just working. I was just doing my own thing, figuring out what I like, want to do. I was, I was learning. Yeah, learning. Yeah. I was, it was mostly a learning curve of how to handle business. Yeah, before I kind of got confident to say, let's take mm. this next step where I want to manage people. Mm. So not too many people, I mean, step into the deep end. You know, come age eighteen, nineteen, which is what you've done. You sort of been freelancing and been your own boss mm. since that time. I mean, what is the you would have learned a lot during that time? What was it like back in you know the days of ten years ago when you're getting into it and trying to build yourself up a little bit? Um, what did you? What were some of the early lessons that you would have learned? It looks crazy. It's just like ten years is a long time, mm. but it doesn't feel like ten years. It feels like last year. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm been pretty fortunate to have a lot of good mentors. Mm. So, who are some of the good mentors? You know, people like Ross Cameron, Scott Ferris, George Dedek. George Dedek's my um, graphic design mentor. He's in Japan right now, mm-hmm. and I still ask him questions to this day. I'll message him and say, hey, George, I need to know what this means or what I do here, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all my coaches from, from martial arts. Um, uh, there's a lot of friends that I've, I've met through just the, the community that I, I, they check on me and see how I'm doing. You know, they, they'll call me and make sure that I'm doing well. And uh, that's, I'm like, that's just like amazing. But um, in terms of lessons and all that, um, it's not a lesson I learned directly from anyone yep. but the biggest lesson I learned was that you just have to be good and it's a very interesting thing to, to say because in a business it can be cutthroat mm. you know I think you know it yourself that sometimes you just got to cut a deal that just either doesn't benefit you but it benefits you in the long run or undercut exactly. something else yeah. and it's hard to do that and, and feel like a good person and I try and walk that line where I, I want to be a good person in business that, that no matter how bad the deal went Mm. I'm the one who walks away and people will say that, you know, even though that was a shit, a, a horrible situation, it, a horrible it, yeah, situation or event or process or whatever, he didn't do anything wrong. It just didn't turn out the way we wanted to do it. Mm. And I think for me, that was something I've carried all the way, all through my entire career. That's one lesson, like somehow I managed to learn it and kept mm. it with me. Mm. Um, other lessons were just, all the other things are standard business stuff. Yep. You know, you, you, you learn that one way, and like you learn if you pay someone, someone's going to teach you. Mm. Design stuff the same thing. Like you go out and you um, you just pick it up, or you learn it, you search for it. You know, but I don't know, man. That's a really, that's a really hard thing. Like you know, what would you say is yours? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the lessons that you learn. I mean, you've really just got to. It's it's you you've got to make a lot of mis- you you got to make mistakes. Not a lot of mistakes. You got to make mistakes to learn from something. Mm. So you've got to be able to do something wrong or do something that with an error to be able to learn and, and how to sort of correct that either behaviour 
or that accuracy or something. Mm. Um, and, it's, and, and how people work, um, you know, is certainly, you, I mean, my mantra has always been to, you know, try to look after the clients, you know, put, predominantly put the clients first. You can't put every single 2,000 clients first, unfortunately. There's some that you've got to treat different to others. That's just natural habit. You can't. It's it's very hard to be programmed to to treat every single customer exactly the same. As long as you've got a philosophy of generally what how you're doing it. The intention to at least like treat everyone equally. Yeah. But I don't think I I I kind of disagree that like it's not always about the client, right? Mm -hmm. It goes both ways. In my opinion, like, yeah, you got to look after yourself. Well, no, they have to look after you too. Mm. So if I go and if so, I, I'm a creative. Mm. I, I I do marketing and branding. Yep. So you come to me, right? Mm. You're gonna say, hey, when I want to do a marketing campaign for next month, um, I want to promote my business as the number one accounting business in um in Queensland. I as creative as a marketing team, my my company, we have to believe that you're number one, right? Mm. We have to say, it, okay, whatever you say, it is true. Well, I don't know whatever you've done in the past. I don't know how you deal with your clients or whatever. But I have to put that faith saying that, okay, Tim's, Tim's business is number one. So I expect the same, the same um, attitude in return when I say if I create you the best mm. campaign, you've got to believe in me mm. that I ch- if I choose this text or this color, mm. this is what I'm doing for your best interest. Yeah, definitely. And you, you, you know? your clients are going to see you as... As you know, the re- the reason you're they're using you is because of what you can provide. Well, they came to me from, some, and, from uh, somehow. They came to me either mm-hmm. by referral or by you know by word of mouth. Like that's the reason they came here. They 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 they, they trust me, right? So mm. they trust me to the extent where I'm when I'm designing for you, I'm designing for your best interest. I'm not trying to just whip something up for like in thirty seconds and then say, hey, no. char- charge you three hundred bucks for it. Mm. And I do take in consideration of what the client wants. Mm. You know, if you say, "Hey, I'm not sure on that wording. I don't like the wording. It doesn't sound like us. Can yep. you change it? I'll, yep. I'll, I'll accommodate for that." Yeah. But most of the time, I'm trying to provide my best vision and knowledge to you. Hmm. If it's purely, like I said, if it came from a referral, trust that thing. Hmm. But then again, there are in, in, in any industry, there's always bad and good, good people. So hmm. there's horrible, horrible designers, horrible accountants, right? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we've used your services a few times in the past, and you know, I've been very, very happy and always look forward to I know the projects are very small um, no but, but at the end of the day that it's, it's it's done very well it's done professionally and you know it's, it's just a huge help to have that sort of resource that yeah. you don't have to waste a whole day trying to do it yourself and no, not, and, and get half the results so uh, it's having someone with a creative mind and having staff with that share that same vision which they seem to uh, is very important and uh, you know I obviously thank you for those, those those things that you've done even just just for us and that's why you know when I'm thinking that at the moment I'm thinking you know I'm thinking well I know Win I know yeah. his I know his company I know it's easy I know they can they can just do something that you know and well that's what I, I was actually talking to a client oh not a client but a friend earlier today about um, how Emperor operates right mm. and then they you know, I mean there's different ways of doing this kind of stuff yep. so my way isn't the right way there's other designers who are much more talented and like, you know, I, I see other people who work and I'm like, I want to do, do what they do and their processes are always different too. There's no, there's no- Yeah, different processes. Yeah, there's yep. no mm. correct way of doing it. But my philosophy, like I, I try and work with small and medium businesses that, that need just that. They need someone who can give them the, the stuff and they know it's right. So for me, I instead of giving you three or four different options on a design, right? Mm. I'm just gonna say, this is the one design. Mm. 
you know, I've, I've thought every single option, I've taken your feedback on board and I've just designed this thing for you. Mm. Here's, here's my package for my proposal, proposal for what you want. Mm. And I can definitely say probably like 90% of the time, the clients are quite happy with what I've given them. Mm-hmm. So like you said, there's no, there's no need to go back and forth and say changes, changes, changes. Mm. The only times that, that has happened, and I think you've experienced before, is that you may have forgot a detail or a piece of text that oh, has been altered. Text is, can easily be changed. That's yeah, right, yeah, but the design in general has been yeah. you know, consistent. It's consistent. I mean, uh, and, and I'll just tell the listeners, I guess... Um, when I was starting this podcast in July last year, and I needed I needed a logo done, and obviously for you guys first and foremost with that logo, and uh, sent a couple of emails and got back shit. Don't change a thing. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, that's the exact design. I'm, I'm happy with that. I don't want to picture something else now. Mm. That's what I want to picture. So that's that's great, and that's uh, as far as um, business. So. Where do you see things going in the future for Emperor? I mean, what do you what do you want to achieve? I guess for the next ten years. I mean, well, I mean, uh, this is probably where I'm actually like a horrible business person, right? Because business is to make money. If you're not making profit, you're not a business, right? So, but I mean, I have to make money because I want to do cool things for my company. I want to do, I want to cool clients. My goal, my Emperor's idea is that whatever clients we work with, they grow, we grow with them. So that's the core thing. I want to see my clients grow. If they grow, we stuck with them. We can just keep getting more. business. Yeah. We understand them. Right? Mm. Um, it's not about getting more business, same business, or whatever. But I. But you keep surviving. You know, you keep. I want to see. I, I love seeing people grow. Mm. So my clients are important. I want to see my team grow. So mm. my, you know, um, my biggest thing right now is my team culture. I want to make sure my guys mm. love what they do. They love mm. the clients that we work with. Vice versa, the clients love us and all that too. Yeah. So. I'm still early. I'm still young. We're still mm. four years, and, and four years, and we're, we're doing cool stuff. But mm. we're not like raking in mm. a lot of money. But it's never been about the money. It's always been about the experience for everyone. Yep. Yeah. How many in the tribe at the moment? How many people working with Emperor? I got two full timers. Yep. And I got a handful of guys who are just contractors that I can send out to so jobs. Freelancers and yeah. contractors. Yeah. And um, and I, I, I it's, a, it's a big. I, I think. I don't know. Like. This, I'll, probably get, I'll probably get attacked about this but like everyone's all obsessed about money mm-hmm. and yeah money makes the, you know, the world revolves around money you need yep. money and all of that but I don't want them to be involved with money right now because these guys these are young guys mm. I want them to like love their craft love grind away have have the work ethic but also have that that life balance too like mm. you know like go out and have that four day bender mm. if you if you yep. you know but then come back and work hard too the, the, the reward they will get in the return in the long run is the knowledge mm-hmm. and then the money will come mm. that's right I mean it's a long game yeah. lots of things are a long game This, I mean podcasts are a long game as we know sometimes I mean you, I, I, the reason I do a podcast is because um, I enjoy doing it so you've got to enjoy it. you obviously yeah. got to enjoy doing it first and foremost you've got to be motivated to okay set a goal and say okay I want to do this n- number of podcasts I want to get all these diff- different people in um, you know, behind the microphones, get their stories, and, and and use it as a way of knowing more about people. I, th- I find that's a way of you know relating mm. better to people, so that you'll have more conversations with them. Uh, you'll get to know more about how they click and uh, have some good conversations, and then you just never know where that leads. It could lead anywhere. It, it's we see a lot of. I've seen in the last twenty years, I've just seen lots of situations here in Brisbane where it doesn't. It just takes something fluky 
for something good to happen. Yeah. Um, that's and that's what it's all about with that sort of thing. Um, what what I what I'm fascinated by you, Win, is um, I mean Instagram is something I've only sort of been following the last few years. Um, but one of your Instagram uh, page is something that I follow, and it's always very interesting. And always get a bit of a laugh <laughs> yeah. out of either the pictures you put up, or some of the things that you do, or the captions, the polls, or yeah. It's it's a very funny. If listeners look him up, it's O Penguin or something yeah, like o, that. O, uh, so O H underscore Penguin P E N G H U Y N H. And if you want to know a lot about how how. Uh, our friend Nguyen, <laughs> Nguyen uh, operates. That's certainly one way of doing it. Is to to follow his um, his Instagram page. Uh, it's just it's a funny. It's a lot of the times funny. Sometimes it's you, you see him in pain, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you know, or he's he's on a date with uh, with a girl. Um, there's been a few of those, or he, he might, you know, set up something called uh, Winder or something, which is like Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is quite funny. No. Um, um, no, I know what you're saying. My, my my social media, right? Social media is like, I hate it. My work revolves around social media, but I hate social media at the same time because I don't want to be behind a phone. I don't want to be behind a screen all the time. But you but, seem to be. Yeah, I seem to be. But I, I, but I said, you know what? Instead of like being negative about it, I'll embrace it, right? I'm not some yeah. Instagram model that has like 20,000 followers or a million or whatever. But the way I see it is like... if. If I'm going to use social media, I want to make people laugh or smile or or just see that, I, I, you know, I can have this bravado of having a cool car or motorbike or whatever, right? But I want people to see that, like, you, I'm a kid. I'm just kid, I'm just a regular kid like everyone else. Mm. I live, you know, at home. I eat normal food and all that. But I enjoy what I, I'm grateful for what I have. Um, that's that's one, one of the reasons I do what I do. The second thing, it's also your 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 photo album. You know, we don't we don't actually print out photos anymore. No one does. You know, my mom was the only private person who does. Mm. But that we don't have that photo album, and I want to go through and look at this every now and then, and be like, these are my accomplishments. These are things I've done. These these are things that I can show my 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 kids in the future. Well, this is what these are. You know, your dad was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Um, and then the, the the other thing is it's just making a positive influence. Like I want people to smile. I want people to laugh at this stuff. Mm-hmm. I want you know. I do. It's, it's it's important. I've had people who message me, and you know, I'm, I maybe I'm a bit my high horse here, but they they would just say that when I've just had a bad day, and then I scroll through your Facebook, and it made me laugh. Yeah. And that is such an impactful thing you can do for someone like. Mm. That, that could make could a be any sort of day. You could be having a good day, and the day gets even better when you see something, or, or you could. You'd be having a tough day, and that could just turn a frown upside down. Yeah, and it, it's it's cool. Why would you not want to do that? Mm. You know, I, I mean, like I said, there is a bit of a bravado how I portray myself on social media. Like, I want to be like cool kid with a car and everything, mm. but you know, I'm also a stupid kid who just you know mm. rocked up to a date and forgot his um wallet. Yeah, and, and I want people to know that. To pay. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, don't don't take don't take social media seriously, yeah. but also embrace what you can do with it too. Yeah. Is I mean, with with there's a lot of bad aspects of unfortunately uh, in social media. I mean, there's a lot of people that. What do you think of the haters that are out there? There's always seem to be people talking about, you know, hating this or hating that or not. You know, I think hate. I, I don't know why people hate. I don't. I don't either. It's, it's too. It's too negative. It's but such it's, wasted energy. But there's you know when you've got six billion people in the world, there's going to be people that hate, I guess, and that's yeah. I and, mean, and it's and it's more. 
because it's such a combustion of, of what's going on, it's it's more you, you can see it a lot more readily than probably what you could ten years ago. No, you, you see it like, because it's, it's so it's so easy to be a, a keyboard warrior, right? You yeah. can yeah. you don't enjoy something, you just go and type on it. But I mean, at the end of the day, people I know people say stuff about me. Yep. Well, those people say stuff about everybody, and yeah. you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to say that. But I'm like, cool. I'm still going to be me. I haven't done anything wrong. Oh, I just put a, put a photo of myself in the car. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Like you know, you don't want to use social media. That's fine. Like I, yep. I, I'm not forcing you to use it. You mm. don't. You don't have to mm. to attack me and say, hey, you know, get off social media. Stop being on there all the time, mm. or whatever. Mm. It's like you should, I mean, you do share some food experiences that you have. I mean, that's quite interesting to see some of the food that you oh pop, yeah pop up there yeah. Um, I like going out. I like going out. I like, I like taking people out for food. Yeah. I like. I like. Uh, um, it's not just dates, <laughs> um, yep. but like I go out with my mates and we eat food and um, I don't. Know, they, all these things are just experiences. I'm yep. like guys. Like I know. Like I, I know everyone has like different levels of income and all that. Mm-hmm. But you can enjoy all these experiences just depending on how you live or how you handle yourself financially. Yep. You know if if I, I, I think. It's kind of tangent in a way, but you, you might understand what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. It's like I've talked to someone at a college before, right? And I asked them, "Is this your full time job, or do you like study, whatever?" They're like, "No, nah, man, I just do this full time at like, night time. I'll pack shelves and all that, yep. but that just pays my bills, and then I can go and enjoy my life. Like yep. I can go and um, fix my car, or go on my holiday, travel, or something. Yep. Like the job doesn't define the person." Mm. You know, it's just how you carry carry yeah, yourself. Yeah, carry yourself. Yeah. So you know, when I I, I have money, I, I save money. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I, I'm responsible for my money too. Um, people, like I said, people think when you own your own business, you have a lot of money. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, money comes and goes quickly. You're paying everyone. You're making sure every, like I make sure I pay all my guys beforehand mm. before I really pay myself anything. Mm. The only reason I have my car, my motorbike, so to speak, right, is that I've been doing it for ten years. <laughs> You know, ten years of saving to get that to get that point. Mm. People don't see that; they right. just see that one day you're successful, right? Mm. But that's not everyone. I, I, you know, I know my my close friends, my family. They they know that I work so hard for that stuff. Mm. So, the I guess the Australian mixed martial arts scene it, it's certainly very it's a lot stronger than it used to be. You would have seen it sort of grow and prosper. Yeah, it's um, shifted a lot. It's uh, there's a lot of uh, you know, championship caliber talent that, yeah, that's out there in in in, uh, in Australia. You've got <coughs> you've got uh, and you've obviously got a lot of contacts in that space as well. You probably know a lot of the fighters that are doing quite well. Um, it's amazing that you got Rob, Rob Whittaker, the champion, still he's he's Australian and you know, born in New Zealand. Mark Hunt, obviously, Volkanovski. So there's a lot of different um, Australian uh, UFC fighters doing really well. Who are some of the ones that you, I guess that uh, you like to watch, that you like to sort of, um, you know, talk to and kick around with? Personally, like stylistically, I love Khabib. I think he's amazing. Who, sorry? Khabib. Khabib, yeah, yeah, in the UFC, yep. Um, oh, we're talking about local. Or? I was talking. I was talking Australian. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, that's I mean, okay. We can... Oh, well, I, 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 uh, locally, man, I, I have a lot of favorites. Um, uh, the, the, the most recent one was um, uh, Eternal with um, Shannon Ross and Paul Logo. Mm. Uh, Logo. Um, so what was that fight like? I didn't. The Eternal fight down at that South was an insane fight, man. Like those two were going at each other. Someone was gonna like just get knocked out or killed or something, but like. <laughs> 
that was a, that was a, 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 a an amazing fight for those two. Mm. Um, Shannon Shannon won by I think TKO. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, in, I, I, I honestly I couldn't tell you a favorite. Mm. I, 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 it's not like I'm scared to say I have a favorite, yeah, yeah. but there's so much talent there. Yeah, there is, um, and though it's still enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they're so enjoyable. Yeah, you but, know, you it's know. crazy. And you know what's crazy is the younger kids are getting coming up the ranks. Oh yeah, definitely. Like um, Tom Nolan, uh, Tom, Tom Nolan. Yeah, mm. um, he is. Man, I saw him on that night too. He was mm. on another level with striking, and he fought a tough guy. He fought Mitch Bayless. Mitch Bayless isn't a pushover either. Yeah, and you know like. Our scenes grown so much. We're still young in, mm. in Australia, but give it another probably maybe like five years. Maybe I'm a bit too kind of general, like generous there, but like five years, like we we would have talent that just like I look at these fights and I'm like, man, I just want to. Re- oh, I, well, I don't fight anymore, but I'm like, I don't even want to go in there anymore. It's exhausting looking at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, based in Brisbane, Ben and Damien are good friends of yours. Um, yeah. Been friends for a long time, and we sort of met each other not too far apart, I guess. Um, and that's th- those two guys, just great guys. I mean, I've got a lot of time for those two um, here in Brisbane. I mean, Damien's just opened up the gym at, at base. Yeah, in um, it looks really impressive being there. Um, it's it's he's I think he's um, he's done really well there, and um, look, I look forward to. The next rising card coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah, so um, it's it's very it's great, and you just don't. There's a lot of other you know you, you don't know what's happening in Sydney and Melbourne and all these other places around Australia. There are just mixed martial arts just training, and you probably don't even know who they are at the moment unless you sort of get around and and see what's going on. There's but there's such a lot of good talent out there, and they're going to be you know there's going to be a lot of killers down the track I guess there's a lot of talent out um, throughout Australia and New Zealand yeah and New Zealand as well don't forget New Zealand I mean, like there's a lot all of these talent. guys over there especially in around Auckland we have a lot of promotions running these fight shows and, and like to be honest like you know what sucks is like we don't get people coming to these shows enough and I know you know paying 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 money to see someone like see one friend fight is is, um, is a lot of money especially if you don't like the sport mm. but what sucks is like there's 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 a lot of people who love the sport. They just need to go to the shows and watch these fights. Mm. It's definitely enjoyable. I mean, as I went to about three or four last year, mm. all the local ones, a couple of aftershock, a few aftershock ones that were on, they were just really fun. I mean, they were great, great events. Well, even well ran. Yeah, you know, it doesn't um, matter. Like, it doesn't matter what shows or whatever. But you got mm. guys who are fighting, it, and the thing is, like, you need to support them now when they yep. get because when they get big, mm. they will be big. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, I don't want to actually talk about that politics of that kind of stuff. It's pretty, pretty tiring for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> like, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. And then, they, I mean, if I have one message, just like guys, when you see see your friends fighting, or people you support enjoy watching, them. just yeah. support them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I guess you've done a bit. Whereabouts around the world have you travelled? You've been to a few places. What are your favourite places? Oh, in the world. I didn't start travelling like two years ago, a year ago. So I went to um. I've been to Japan, Singapore, and Vietnam. Oh, and New Zealand, I guess. New Zealand counts, maybe. It does. It does, does it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so where, where are places that you want to go that you haven't been to? I really want to go to Ireland. Ireland, okay. Because of a song, an Ed Sheeran song, about how, how he meets a girl there. What's that? Is that the... Galway girl. Okay. 
That's purely the only reason why, because I love Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> I love the actress. Um, I want to go. I don't know. I want to go to America. I want to go to like places like New York. Yep, New York's great. Um, I want to go to Canada. I, no, I want to travel all the places. To be honest. Yeah, it's hard to get to everything. That's the problem. I guess. I, I, yeah, I mean, the problem for me is like I I, I like traveling, right? But. I don't like traveling in terms of sightseeing and stuff. I like traveling and just kind of being there, part of the kind of environment, you know, the atmosphere. Mm. I'm not like go have this this monument or this this landscape or whatever. It's like mm. I want to go there and eat the food and you know get drunk and walk down the streets and just have a good time. Mm. I mean, Tokyo, you've been there. I'm about to go to Tokyo myself. Have you, um, have you been there? No, I haven't. Not yet. This first this will, this will be the first time. Oh man, it's good. So I'm really looking forward to it. I've got five and five days there I guess so I'm looking forward to to that uh, and you obviously loved it enough that you probably want to go back at some point I think I'm probably going to go at the same time too actually I'm just waiting for a media clearance oh okay so you might go there yeah okay. if I get a media clearance I'll go mm-hmm. I mean I should go for Ben and Damien yeah but I've gone so many times I'm like yeah, I mean, I'm, it's hard because like I need to like work on my business too yeah I feel guilty if I don't go so it's kind of like that tossing it off so if I can get a work they work uh, media parts mm. then it kind of it's worth my, worth my time at the same time yeah so how's your sort of involved tell us a bit about your involvement with the, the media uh, how, did, how, how you sort of oh. um, got in, involved in that over the years I um, took photos at a fire show so just a local MMA show type a, thing yeah it was a brace for war event it was like uh, ages ago and it was um, it was one of Damien's fights too and um, took photos because I just bought a camera I was like, Mom, I'm, I'm turning 19 or something. I want a camera so I can take photos and be good at it for my job. Took some photos and it just snowballed. So that was about 10 years ago. Yeah. And it snowballed um, from just networking. So I think at some point I kind of took it seriously and then kind of, I, like for me, a lot of my work is always about standardizing and processing yep. processes. So yep. this is the stand I want to be at. This is the process I want to do it at and all that. Mm. And, um, it was um, I was able to um, kind of get my foot with these it's these contacts, and then photo here. Hang on. smile. <laughs> there we go, perfect. Um, and then um, uh, through Ro- through Ross Cameron, I got a couple of contacts, um, and uh, you know there was UFC media events, all this kind of stuff. And I don't know how to say it. Like I just I just did work. People recognised it. Yep. And then Fight News Australia approached me. Fight Magazine approached me and um, did those those were probably my biggest ones at the time then they got so they, like Fight News Australia approached me for like UFC events so did that and then from there it just became like I guess a standard of who to contact for photos and media mm. and then um, this kind of got to the point where Ryzen was the, the next step it's nothing big mm. like I'm not gonna like try and like fluff it up and saying some amazing thing mm. it was just covering some event stuff for um for Damien's fight yeah Dan's fight but you know then they job's a job too so yeah, like, that's definitely. a cool gig so yeah that no, is definitely a cool gig uh, oddly enough I had a couple of days ago in the office I had this uh, a new prospective client lives half his time in Yokohama half his time at mm. the Gold Coast so and Ryzen's huge over in Japan it is massive yeah. like you know, 50, pe- 50 million people know about it'll be Ryzen. Like it'll be like their, their, their rugby. Yeah, so know? 50 million people in Japan know about Ryzen, mm. you know. So it's massive over there, and the guy that Ben's fighting, Horiguchi. Yeah. Mate, he's a fucking... This guy is like a... a, a he's an icon know, for them. He's an icon hero, an yeah. icon hero. Yeah. So so 
He reckons so. The reasoning, um, the reason the belt's not on the line, from my understanding, is that he's just too much of a, uh, too much of a hero over there, and he yeah. just doesn't want to. They don't want to sort of give, have him give up the belt. Sort of, it's just. Ben's gonna rake him. <laughs> yeah, I just hope. I really, I think it's gonna happen. I mean, I think uh, it's gonna be an interesting fight. That's for sure. It's, it's sixty kilos, I think. Which yeah, is sixty kilos. So it's not like a, an official weight class. So it's not sort of in between. It's sort of more to the bantamweight end of the scale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a, a bantamweight champion. He's won sixteen out of the last seventeen fights, or yeah. something like that. He's got a good record, but. He's, you know, he hasn't fought anyone like Ben, so you just never know how these matchups are going to end up going. It could be going lots of different ways. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be, I think it's the second last fight of the event, so it's going to be. Yeah, almost a main event. Yeah, like a co main event, you could yeah. say. Um, yeah, and then Damien's got a fight with an unbeaten Japanese guy as well. Yeah, like Damien's got a star shot guy too. These are, are you guys are betting? Damien Ben are going to win. Okay, okay let's put down. Sponsored by, uh, not sponsored by, uh, uh, what's the word? Endorsed? No. Um, endorsed. Endorsed by Emperor. <laughs> endorsed by Emperor. Both Emperor ap- athletes. <laughs> that is, that's for sure. It was good that Janae Harding won too last weekend. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. That was awesome. Um, crazy enough, she her first fight was on one of my fight shows. Mm. Uh, one on Aftershocks at Ross, uh, Ross yep. Runs. And I yep. was like, man, I had a massive crush on her. <laughs> She's fucking good. I'm gonna, She's good looking, I, will, she? I will admit that I have a crush on Janae Harding. <laughs> and she's on a two-fight win streak in Bellator. That's, mm. you know, um, I didn't actually catch, catch the fight on the weekend, but I saw that she won. So yeah. it was, did you see it at all? I didn't get to watch her, um, but I think it was um, she won by uh, Unanas. So it was, a, it was a decision, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so good, good on Janae. You know, she's done some time in the local area here, so mm. um, she's, she's, she's pretty amazing. Um and uh, tell us so you went back to Vietnam that was only a couple of months ago wasn't it when did you go back there uh, in, in January actually late late January late January that, and we sort of followed I guess your, the story of you going back there on social media you know as, as it all as is the case with you uh, and your mum she's definitely a hero of yours yeah by far my number uh, one hero. number one hero in the world um, lovely lady you know she's just um and the, the story, the way you tell the story, it's just very, you know, it, it puts it puts thoughts into your head as to how these people lived. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a bit of the idea. But it's just interesting, you know, hearing a story, oh, this is the village I grew up in, you know, this is my neighbour that was across the road. You know, tell us what was... Um, well, if, I mean, take it back. Like my mum, my mom, uh, like I said, we're, we're immigrants. And... Mum hadn't mum hadn't been back for like uh, thirty four years. Thirty four years, wow. Yeah, so so five years, you know, before uh, your time. Yeah, so it was um, she was like you know I don't know where to start. Like it's just like mum just hadn't been back, and we could never afford it. So my sister and I we were like, no, let's let's just do this because we need to do it before she can't actually do it. And um, the the biggest thing was the hardest thing was trying trying to figure out where. If people were still there or not, and um, we'd, uh, the trip wasn't for me. It was never for me. It was always for my mom. Um, it was, uh, we just wanted to get her back to reconnect because she never, she never got to say bye to her, uh, her to her mom properly. She so, just had to leave, didn't she? I yeah, she left. But, mom, but, but, uh, but grandma died like fifteen years ago, so she never got to say come back and say goodbye. Uh, yeah. So it was a massive. It was an important thing for for mom for that sense of closure. Mm. Um, and we, we and you know, mum didn't know where everyone was and all. So the reason she could reconnect to her family was she saw an ad on a on a Vietnamese news site 
Okay. So she followed the, the news sites. Yeah, so she still reads, uh, you know, mm. Vietnamese news and all that. And she saw an ad on there with her friends, an, an old high school friend or primary school friend. I saw the name. Recognised the name. Recognised the name. And she just, out of whim, just gave it a call. Mm. And her friend didn't recognise her at first, but then mm. recognised her voice after a while. And then reconnected her with her um, her, her nephew. Mm. So... He reconnect, he reconnect, he reconnect the mum with her uh, with her nephew, and from the nephew we found the family and uh, everything else is history. Wow! Um, so it's pretty pretty amazing like to, to be able to do that. Definitely. Um, you know that's like I think as apart from apart from paying off my mum paying off my mum's mortgage, I think that's probably the best thing I could have done as as another gift, I guess you know. Mm. But um, like but you know, said so, uh, you guys followed on social media, and I think it was important. I wanted to show people what it's not like a sob story to get like likes or whatever but I want people to be aware of that th- these things happen yeah and they still affect people in the long run mm. it's not like we 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 should be able to live our life happily and and, and enjoy what we have aircon all this kind of stuff like you know food and but I think you should also recognise the past or the people who have who are there like you know my mum works at, works a labour a labour job and um you know, it's nothing fancy. I earn, her, I earn more than her. You know, all, 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 all the siblings do. But it's like these people are—they're people. You know, like you know, you go to the shops, right? And I, I, I and you see people just leave trash on a trash on the table and stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, they're cleaners to do it." I'm like, so treat these like they're, they're people, man. Mm. You don't know, like this guy here who you know they're cleaning or they—they—they're they, probably making a living so they can pay the kids' fucking education. Yeah they've probably gone through it a lot worse and you don't just brush it over it's their job mm. you know it's like I don't I, kind of, I, I get annoyed I guess you get really angry when I talk about this kind of stuff like mm. I just think it's not cool when you when you treat people like like that so yeah no I mean certainly an interesting interesting story that uh, was told and you know it's very it's sort of like just if you're a friend of, of yours you can sort of sense it's it's not a matter you, you can never feel what somebody else feels but you can always sort of say well that you just you just ima- it's imagination it's yeah. imagining somebody else going through something yeah I don't, like I said I don't want people to feel guilty or anything no, about that, like no, that. No. Like, but I mean like the one thing I, I learned like my, my auntie said to me and, I, and this is a very important message I, I understood because we were talking about money mm. and she's, she's in a wealth position she's not in a poor area or whatever and I overheard her talk to someone, and and she was, uh, and I said to her, I, I I chipped in. I said, "Oh, money doesn't actually, you don't need money to buy happiness." And she said that, and, and she said, "No, you're, you're wrong. Like, where you live in Australia, money you don't need money to, to buy happiness, right?" And I was like, "Okay," and then I was like, "I'm trying to. I was like, What's your point?" And she's like, "But here in Vietnam, money can mean the difference between like having a meal or not, mm. or having a place to sleep or not." Like I know it happens here too, mm. but it's such a like it's a bigger thing there. Mm. And when she said that, it made me understood like you know mm. money is important. The world does revolve on money, but it's mm. now it's about how you spend your money. Mm. You know, so um, I make I make I make money. Like I said, I make money. I pay my guys. They do their work. I pay them. And I pay myself and all that. But then I sit there and I I'm like I don't need all this money. There's there's like you know you it's, it's actually a good thing I see on Facebook like you see those birthdays and yep. it's like hey it's my birthday I would like to do a donation all that kind of stuff I saw that recently yeah what's that oh it's just like a, like a feature mm. Facebook does but I mean yeah. like I think it, yeah it's like 
that's what I figured. But it's like I think it's important. You sh- you should be be able to do that. Like like guys, like do you need that five dollar coffee? Yes or no? Mm. Mm. Can you go to some a better cause? Mm. You know, like like ex- they. I think people should be comfortable to give money too. Mm. I'm I'm certainly comfortable. Yeah, like you can give money for small causes, and it makes that small action can make a big mm. impact. Mm. You know. So if it's five dollars, do it. Mm. Doesn't have to be two hundred bucks or three hundred or whatever. Mm. But just do it if you can. Mm. And once you be able to give away your money, I think you're freed of a lot of, a lot of mm. things. Mm. You know, like I said, I said to myself, oh, I said, I said to people, like people, are like, oh, when it happens if you run a lot of debt, I'm like, oh, I can easily give, uh, sell my car, on my motorbike. It's materialistic. I don't need it. You know, I can just give away my my sell my car and then have the money to to fix what I, I, I screwed up on. Mm. Exactly. So, so we've um, probably one of the other things I want to just quickly chat about now. What what I've found about with you, Win, is you're very because you, you've got a very kind heart. You you come across Thanks. to me that you are kind hearted, and as as a result of being kind hearted, certainly you know from time to time, I'm sure over the over the last ten years since you've been an adult or eleven years or whatever it is. You know, you've had you probably you probably had a few um, you know loves or girlfriends or are we, are we going to talk about this? Uh, we are <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But uh, I get, but it's because you've got a kind heart that that's ha- why it, that's a big reason. You know, it happens. Like I'm, I'm probably, um, maybe it's too kind. So I'm a nice guy, and nice guys don't get anything. <laughs> yeah, nice guys finish last, and that's that's probably what you what where the next you know the next step in your relationship journey is okay nice guys finish last what's a happy medium sort of thing kind of a, a bad boy with my motorbike <laughs> bad boy with your <laughs> motorbike but what have you sort of learned I, mean, I guess what have you learned in the relationship journey in your time so far i mean what are what are things that that you sort of um you know obviously getting along with people the relationships that you have you, you obviously go through different emotions different highs and lows um that's gonna that's certainly going to be a given um, what do you think is what's going to happen in the future do you think or you just don't know it's it's one of those things oh I'd love to have a girlfriend then get married and have a kid so my mum can be happy that she has a grandkid yeah but <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not focused on on, on partners at the moment I'm, I'm not focused on like that thing those things come as you never expect it yeah exactly. I don't think you should force someone to you can't force someone to like you no you can't it's, it's not natural it's not right um I learned, I mean, if I have to say, I mean, I don't know. I feel weird talking about this. It's like such yeah. a, this came out of nowhere too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if I learned that in my self relationship, it's, it's, it's like with um, related to, uh, I guess, business or other other things, like, like friendships too and all that. Mm. It's like, you got to give time, mm. time. You, you're, you, not trade time, but you give time willingly. Mm. If you want someone to be part of your life, you have to give them the time. You can't just be like, "I'll make time," and then that's the allocated time. It's like, you, it's their life. Their lives are entwined with you, right? Mm. So, I mean, I, it's, it's such a weird way of saying, but like, yeah, like your life become one thing, and your time is shared. Yeah, you're not, you're not you're not allocating an hour for them. No, no. So you're allocating your life to them. Yeah, or and I don't, but I, I, I in I, a way, but. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I get that, but I think actually, you know, I, my, the biggest thing I, 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 oh, maybe it's my personal preference, but I think people th- always think too much f- to find the future. Yep. 
you get into a relationship, you're like, oh man, this is gonna be the one. I want to be married to them. I want to have this amazing wedding. I want to have like this house and all that. And I'm like, man, nah. Except about that's important. Yeah. You want to have the compatibility, but I feel like sometimes you just need to live in the now because you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. That's right. So yeah. if if you like someone, right, or you you want to be with someone, take that take that leap of faith and be there with them for that moment. And then you you figure out the next t- to tomorrow together, mm. and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I think what sucks is how people carry themselves after the breakup. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I've seen some situations where you just see the people totally enemies afterwards, and yeah. it's never good, especially if they've got kids involved. Yeah. It becomes it becomes uh, certainly very ugly, and it can be uglier just because of that dynamic. I mean, there are bad breakups. Yeah. And gonna be, yeah. when there's a horrible breakup, yeah, I'm like, by far, like, just go and kill each other, whatever you want to do. But I think when you have a, a, a breakup and it's just because you don't like the person or whatever, you're still adults. Like, you can still be friends. Yeah. You can say, you know, like, you can just be like, oh, you know what? That's not my thing. Like, but we can still be friends. You can still, have, if we have the same group of friends circle, don't make it awkward. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. But, Ladies, if you are looking for an amazing uh, dinner date on the weekends, I am free. On short notice. Uh, you can hit me up on my slide, slide into my DMs on, um, uh, on Instagram. So I'll, I'll see you there. Thanks. So I, I guess to finish off that conversation, I mean, what, um, what's, what's, you don't have to name names. I don't, I don't want you to name names. What's sort of the, the worst date moment you've ever had? <laughs> oh, oh, bro. From from them or from me? <laughs> oh, you know, like I remember going on a date once about eight and a half years ago, and I remember the, the, this late this girl. She had the squeakiest of squeakiest voices. Then she she trod on dog shit and dragged it all from a fucking unit. Wow, <laughs> that's that was one of the oh, worst crap. experiences. Uh, I had I had a, I had a date once where um, she rocked up like forty minutes late. Yeah, late. I mean, being late. I mean, is that something you do at all? But you're pretty. You're fairly. No, I'm pretty punctual. Very punctual. Yeah. Nah, she was. She was four minutes late, and um, she was chewing gum the entire time talking. It's kind of like irritating. It wasn't like there wasn't deterrence or anything, but it was just like one of the things like you're late and you're chewing gum. I just don't really want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. But no, I've never had bad dates. And I, like, I, 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 I think this is, actually this is the one thing I, I got taught if, if I had to leave on on on, an, on a an advice right. Yeah. Um, is take as many people you can go on dates doesn't matter to be dates but you go out and eat and drink meet people yep. whatever right mm-hmm. and you learn how to talk to people Yeah. so if you have a bad date you know how to get out of a bad date mm. so you can take that to a business meeting yep. and if you have a whole business meeting you know how to handle that because mm. nothing worse than embarrassing yourself in front of a girl mm. so when it comes to a business meeting yep. it's, it's easy ass mm. so well, I that's, I, that's, that's a there's a good sort of correlation there but the thing yeah and the thing that, I mean you know and then if you take out a date and it doesn't work out but you have a good conversation you have a good friend mm. like you know don't 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 assume everyone is going to be your, 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 your life buddy exactly yeah you know that you're going to marry that person Just it could be a good mate that you've you know you might have a friendship that's going to be amazing for the next bloody 20 years or whatever mm. so that's how I see it you know I like, I like meeting people I like talking to people and all that and then they're cool they're cool they're not they're not mm. and I, I don't take it to heart yeah, no, for sure. No, it's been uh, been great to ch- chat to you for the last uh, nearly an hour. I guess when it's it's gone really quickly. This year's going very quickly. Way, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's nearly Easter in a like couple of days. It's, it, it seems like, and um, before you know it, it's 
a new financial year and then it's Christmas. Yeah. And then we do it all again. Um, yeah, so it's been great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for sharing your story. I think it's I think it's an interesting one. I think you're an interesting person. I think you're a very um, thoughtful person and uh, you've always got some, some interesting ideas. And as I told the listeners, you've got... You've got uh, certainly one of those Instagram pages that you you like to like, um, so follow that one. And uh, if you need something done, creative in nature, you know, Emperor Creative do a very very good job. Uh, probably it's 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 a good simple process and, and Win's a great guy. So um, you know, thank you very much, Win. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Have a great uh, weekend all. Thank you very much. That's been that's been episode with Win Win.